Welcome to the Anika Benjamin Show, a podcast for the Kingdom Woman. I am your host, Anika Benjamin, and I am the proud wife of the Mr. Kelly Benjamin, the twin mom of Silas in Israel, and the CEO and founder of A Wife on Fire, a Titus II ministry where we train up women on how to love their husbands, how to love and raise their children in the things of God, and how to live a life that does not bring reproach against the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to welcome you to our podcast, and I want to welcome you to a phenomenal community of women where you will find the love, the support, and the kick in the rear end that you may need sometimes to get you to possess the high call of God for your life. So without further ado, tune in. Hey friends, how's it going? I hope you guys are having a fantastic week so far. And I want to just hop right into this week's podcast. So Uh, Today, I want to share with you a hilarious story, and I'm like already laughing at it, and that's kind of one of my um, quirks, is that it's really hard for me to tell funny things because I am already laughing because I know it's coming, and so I'm going to do my best to try to keep it together as I recount to you all the story of the first time I thought I was pregnant. That's right, friends. There was once upon a time... (laughs) When I was not really pregnant, that I thought that I was pregnant. And the reason this this was just like, I just was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to podcast about this because um, I think it's so important that we recognize, like, sometimes you just got to, like, laugh at yourself, like, really. You know, the last two weeks of podcasts have been kind of me sharing about different things that I've had in my life when God has, like, just shown up and just shown himself strong, shown himself to be real, and shown himself to be really big in my life, and, um, you know, I just decided, you know, this week, let's take a break from that, and just get back to the uh, the good old Anika Benjamin (laughs) in her rawest form, so my husband and I were talking about this recently, which is the only reason that this came up, and I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta tell people about this, because people... Um, I, I'm sure there are people that are out there in the world that have moments in their life. They're like, I don't know what the heck I was thinking, but that was so wild. Why did I do that? Why did I think that? Why did I believe that? Right? So when, um, my husband and I first got married, um, actually, no, it was, it was probably like the second year or so. Um, cause I'm thinking about where we were living at the time. And so it was probably like the second year or so after we got married, um, I was like, I, I, I thought I was pregnant. And and the thing is, is like now leading up to it, it was like totally irrational um, because, yeah, I just, whatever. I thought I was pregnant. And so I did not know how my husband was going to react to this. Now, I have to set the stage in that, you know, we hadn't really talked about any challenges with infertility, like at least not to like the degree that, um, you know, I've probably shared at this, at, at, like now that we're a little bit further along in things. Um, but we knew that there may potentially be some challenges. So, you know, I wasn't that concerned about getting pregnant. However, there was time that I was late, if you know what I mean. And I was like, oh my gosh did this just happen? And unfortunately, because of the life that I had come out of and just like, just 
I just had this really warped, all these warped experiences about people telling their significant other that they were um, pregnant. And so I found out that I was late and like, so it kind of bothered me for a couple of days. And, you know, I realized I was starting to act a little weird. So here's what I did. And please do not try this at home. Okay. This is what I did. I was in my early 20s. This was a long time ago. But this is what I did. I waited until my husband fell asleep. And there was a 24-hour CVS um, around the corner from where we were living at the time. And so I got out of the bed. And I went into our into our closet and I got dressed then I turned the lights back off and I crawled out of our bedroom down the stairs and out of the door that's right folks I snuck out of my own house (laughs) like I was a 16 year old trying to sneak to a party I snuck out of my own house in the middle of the night to go to the drugstore to buy a pregnancy test. Now, there's only a few things wrong with this. One, my husband don't play that. (laughs) Two, I was literally, I was totally irrational. Like, when I say my husband doesn't play that, like, why, he does not send me out of the house late at night for anything. If, for whatever reason, there's a reason for us to leave the house in the middle of the night. He's the one that leaves the house. It's just like, hey, you know, you're female, I'm a male. Like, yeah, let's just not do that, right? So I go into um, the CVS and I walk down the aisles and I'm like looking over my shoulder. Like, I hope nobody sees me here. And the crazy thing is, is like, I'm fully married, like not even like I just got married yesterday, like more than a year's worth of marriage under the belt. So it's not even like it would be absurd or embarrassing or anything that I'd be pregnant, but I'm just telling you where I was, right? So I'm sneaking in there and then I I, I pick up the pregnancy test and I go and I put it on the counter and I'm like refusing to make eye contact with the the cashier and I'm just like swipe, you know? (laughs) I'm like, you know, put a candy bar on there or something or whatever. Like, I was trying to make this this uh, transaction seem somewhat reasonable. And so I get my pregnancy test. And I get back in my car and I drive back home. And I have to sneak back into my own house. I unlock the door. It's like the very slow turn of the deadbolt was like, clink. (laughs) I could just do the whole reverse of what I did to get out. So I'm like crawling up the stairs. I I go back into our closet. But this time, like my hands are shaking. So of course, I'm like fumbling over stuff. And I'm like bumping into stuff because I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a pregnancy test. Oh my gosh. And... In all of my anxiety and fear and being irrational and doing all the things, I wake my husband up. Dun, dun, dun. I've been found out. He rolls up and he's like, what are you doing? 
Why do you have clothes on? <laughs> and you know what I did? Like any other rational female, I looked at him and I said, start crying and not like the whimper but like the ugly cry like you know I mean it was the middle of the night I didn't have on makeup none of that stuff so it wasn't like mascara's running to my face but it's like you know just like jaw totally distended like all all the things it was a bad it was an ugly cry and he's just like what what happened are you like, cause now he's, he, he's in panic mode because he's like, she's fully dressed. You know, she's like cold. Like, did someone do something to you? Like, oh my gosh, he's going into protection mode. Like I'll kill them. And I'm like, no, no, I'm okay. I'm not okay, but I'm okay. And he's like, babe, what's going on? And I'm just like, I think I'm pregnant. And he's like, <laughs> you think you're pregnant? I said, yeah, because I'm late. And he looked at me and says, okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, don't be mad at me. And, you know, and he's like, what? <laughs> he's looking at me. He's like already like disillusioned because it's like two or three in the morning and um I am in a total hormonal and just having a, a total fit in the middle of the night I'm still in my clothes from sneaking out of my own house and trying to explain to him how I am freaking out at just the idea that I'm pregnant and he's like, I mean, okay. I mean, if you're pregnant, okay, that's great. You know, like, why are, like, he's just like, why are you crying? And I'm just like, but, but, you know, I, I don't know. Are you angry? He's like, no, like, what, are, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm only angry because it's 3 a.m. And I was woken up by a noise that sounded like somebody was breaking in our house and I rolled over and you were missing and now you're crying. You know, it's like, I'm ready to kill someone and you're sitting here crying about the about a thought, you know? And he's like, so I like, I come clean. I like pull the bag out of my pocket. I'm like, look, I bought a pregnancy test. He's like, okay, so are you pregnant? I'm like, I, I, I don't know. He says, okay, well, why don't you just find out? He said, because the package says you have to pee on it first thing in the morning. So I have to go back to sleep first. <laughs> he looks at me like, what type of psychopath did I marry? This woman is freaking crazy. He's like, so what you're saying is you left the house to get a test that you didn't even know how it worked. And now that you know how it works and you, <laughs> the best you could do is just sit here and cry about being pregnant by me.
your husband. <laughs> and he's just looking at me like, like trying to make sense of all of my irrationality. And so, um, <laughs> long story short, I was not pregnant. It was like the next day. It was all the evidence was there that I was not pregnant. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But I tell you this story not because it's hilarious. Actually, I do tell you that because it's hilarious. But I also want to tell you this story because it is the perfect example as to how fear works. The Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of soundness of mind. Now, let's dissect the situation. One, I was not walking <laughs> in power. I was petrified. I I mean, there was not one ounce of, you know, we're going to take this thing. We're going to we're going to be great parents. We're gonna, it was like this fear and torment. It was robbing me of my sleep. It was robbing me of my peace. It was robbing me of all the things, right? And that's exactly how the spirit of fear works. It was implanting like all these crazy thoughts in my mind about, well, you know, such and such told her boyfriend that she was pregnant and he left, you know, but key, key word there, boyfriend, you know, it's like, I was thinking, it was like all of these things were going through my mind about how this would be horrible news instead of the true blessing that um, a family, that, that being able to, um, being able to have a baby really is. And so it had robbed me of all my power. I was not in any position to take on anything great. The second thing is that, this is that, that God has given us love. I wasn't even walking in love towards my husband because love believes the best of every person. And it robbed me of the ability to believe that my husband would, 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 would be totally joyful about this news. And should it be true? You know, it was like, I I was always, I was, I had already started to act funny towards him and think that he was going to leave me at any moment and that he was going to be angry with me, that he would be upset with me, that this would be um, a burden on our family and all the things. It totally robbed me of my ability to walk in love. The last thing that I wanted home is that this fear, this thing came and robbed me of my soundness of mind. When I tell you sneaking, I am a grown woman with a job and a husband and I am sneaking out of my own house where I pay all, like I pay the bills there and I'm sneaking out of the house and acting crazy with the cashier at the CVS. I mean, when I tell you this situation robbed me of any type of witness, like I couldn't have, I could not have tried to go back and get that woman saved. I could not have gone in there and like, you know, seen the, you know, the, 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 the lame walk. I couldn't have done nothing. My mind was so far gone from being stable and sound, it was not even funny. I can now laugh at this now that we are way on the other side of we've had a real pregnancy we've had and he he reacted with such joy and exuberance. He was not upset at all like I can react I can laugh at it now because I realize how crazy it was then. But the spirit of fear is nothing to, it's nothing to laugh about. It's something that you do have to, 
attack head on the same way that my husband did when I was sitting on our bedroom floor in a puddle of my own tears and fears. And he said, listen, I love you. That would be the best news ever to hear that you are going to have my child. But here's what we're going to do. I want you to go ahead, get back into your pajamas. Let's get you a good night's sleep. And then when we wake up in the morning, we'll take the test together. Now that, that is attacking fear head on. Because once I, once he began to speak those words, to speak in that, in the, with that power, with that love and with that soundness of mind, it gave me an assurity. It took me from that place of feeling kind of crazy, feeling like, no, this is, this is God. This is God's will for my life. This is his best. For, this is his best for me. And <clears throat> I live righteously. You know, there, I literally have nothing to be afraid of, but it all started with one thought. What if you're pregnant? And, and that's why, you know, when, um, I teach, or if you've ever taken one of my online courses or anything like that, you know, I, I have such a distaste for sin. And by distaste, it really is more of a hatred for, for fear and what it can do to people and how crippling it can be. Because I know what it feels like to live with anxiety and to live with fear and to and to feel a little crazy you know like let's be real I have felt crazy so if you're listening to this podcast right now you say man you got all the psych degrees you got all the things and you felt crazy girl yes I have felt crazy I have acted crazy I have snuck out of my house in the middle of the night to get a pregnancy test from my boyfriend I mean my husband <laughs> in a totally irrational way because of fear. So you're not alone in that, but girl, you got to deal with that thing head on. If you don't have if you're not able to do it, this is your wake up call to find someone, join your faith with someone. If it's not going to be your husband, it could be your girlfriend. If you can't find a girlfriend, contact me. When I tell you, you know, find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram, find us on YouTube. You can email me, info at awayfromfire.com. I, I literally mean that. Any person that has ever reached out, they will tell you. I, I, I handle my own social media. I will, I will personally respond to you and tell you, yo, I'm standing with you. I will pray with you. Sometimes if it's like a situation that needs to be dealt with ASAP, I have picked up the phone and called and be like, no, we're going to deal with this right now in the name of Jesus. You like, let me tell you, you are not alone in this thing, but you've got to stand up and take, take fear and kick it out of your house and send it back to hell where it truly belongs. Thank you for tuning in to the Anika Benjamin Show, a podcast for kingdom women. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please visit us online at awifeonfire.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at awifeonfire. We look forward to seeing you soon.